Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to this very special edition of Motor City Realist. I had to get right into your face for this. This is the playoff episode. First time in Motor City Realist history uh, playoff edition. We'll talk a lot of things. Obviously, playoffs, Sam LaForte injury. Uh, we'll maybe talk a little bit about uh, a little bit. Of, look at that. First postseason episode. Popping up right there. Like I said. We'll, look at that producer. Yes, Hell yeah. yes, the producer from Rebecca from the back. Appreciate that. But I'm your host, Mike Brown. Obviously, this is my co-host, Zach Mack. Zach, a lot of things, uh, you know, exciting. We were worried after, uh, you know, I, I guess I shouldn't say we were worried because Dallas is kind of what we expected. Um, the Minnesota game, I know you were sick, so you were able to watch a little bit by here and out. Uh, but here we are, uh, rolling into the playoffs, home game. You know, I mean, we'll obviously talk about what that means, what that looks like, but... Uh, Talk a little bit about the obviously mini game, but uh, you know, you said you were sick, so how, how you feeling now? You, you getting your legs under you? No, yeah, I appreciate that. I, yeah, I'm doing good. I think I finally got the uh, I finally got the rest of it out yesterday. I, it was something. It wasn't like uh, COVID or flu or anything like that. It was a cold or something like that, and I was just I basically had to sleep all day Thursday, and then you know how it goes, cough it all up on Monday, and then Tuesday just get the rest of that congestion out. So yeah, good to go today, and like you said, excited for this this postseason episode, and and. You know, we're here. This is what this is what we talked about the beginning all the way at the first episode. What do we got to do to have this be a successful season? Here we are. 
So obviously we're we're definitely most of this episode is going to be about the playoffs. Most of this episode is going to be about the opponent. But right now, I want to touch on the Minnesota game, how we ended the season. Uh, got a lot of guys back healthy. Uh, you saw us uh, move some pieces around to bring these guys back. CJ Gardner, he ended up getting like a cheap uh, interception late. Um, but uh, the one thing that I will say is um, still still feel all right going in the playoffs. But the fact that Mr. Mullins has, has lit us up in two games for almost 700 yards, um, you know, Jefferson, I think he's gone for 300 yards in two games. Um, that, is, that is one concerning thing uh, for a game plan. Um, when you know, basically, we saw uh, CeeDee Lamb, you know, kill us. Uh, the, one, the one thing going forward, and, and we're going, obviously, we're going, we're playing a team with, with two really good wide receivers. So basically, what I'm saying here is I feel like in past we've, we've planned for, maybe we haven't planned, obviously, uh, for these wide receivers, uh, CeeDee Lamb, Jefferson, and they still torched us. Going into the the, the Rams uh, playoff game here, um, is there any concern? We'll just jump right into that c- concern going forward. Did you watch? Were you able to watch much of it? I know you said you were kind of down and out. Did you see a little bit here and there? I felt like when Minnesota wanted to drive down the field, they did on us. Yeah, so I think, honestly, that part of it is probably the only part of it I missed because I watched the first quarter, and I think we went up, it was like 10 or 13 nothing, and then that's when I started to doze off. I missed the second, third quarter. I woke back up, and and both teams had scored more, but we were still up by about 10. I think it was like 27-17 maybe. I, I don't really remember, but um, so I kind of, I think I, I, I missed the parts where like Minnesota was kind of driving down the field, but um you hit you hit the nail on the head. I think that's the biggest concern going into the postseason is that these number one wide receivers, at least towards this tail end of the season, we can't seem to to hone them in. And you know, it's it's often a, a big type play that can that can hurt you in, in, in instances like that. But you, you touched on Jefferson, and I think like he's got the most yards per game for any yeah, player against, on, against a single opponent. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you know, yeah, he's hurt us, and and. Mullins like Mullins has got a big arm. He likes to throw the ball down the field. So racking up yards, you know, it's kind of give and take. Like, you know, you saw that type of throw is what CJ Gardner Johnson got his his pick on. So it's kind of give and take with Mullins. But you know, it's good to, good to end the season on a W, um, especially since uh, you know it's hard to beat a team twice. We we always say that on the show. It's hard to yeah. beat a team twice, and we did it twice in three weeks uh, with a little kind of screwy game jobbed in between. But you know, good 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 to finish that way. Yeah, and there was a there was a slight slight early on feeling that the way Philly was getting thrumped that oh man this game's getting away from Philly uh Washington was hanging with the Cowboys early on yeah I watched that wow yeah. like are you, are you really like it, could everyone everything really align this year like that but overall still happy with it um but but yeah I feel like we, we played well we got to get that right I feel like we obviously we're rotating defensive players in there. The Laporta injury is 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 big. Obviously, I mean, obviously he set the rookie record. Um, he's one of those guys outside of Amra that I mean, he's consistent. He's there. He's always, uh, you know. I don't feel like we have that position. Uh, we've got more. Blo- I mean, B- Brock Wright will probably be the next man up. You know, obviously he's. You'll see him kind of run some routes, but we don't have a guy like that as far as tight end. There was there was rumblings about maybe we should sign Zach Ertz. You know, get him in here. Um, doesn't sound like we're going to do anything. We're just going to move forward. And as of late, I, I didn't see the update. They were still hoping maybe he could play, but I knew it was a long shot. Um, 
So I think that is a big, uh, obviously injury, obviously, but um, very happy that it wasn't, uh, I guess, season ending as opposed to, you know, if we get through this week on to next week, he, he may be available. So um, overall, the one thing with that injury while you were watching, I don't know how coherent you were if you were pseudofighting it up, but uh, w- was there concern about uh, – Campbell's plan was to play the starters, obviously. But you see him go out, and then you see Amra get banged up. Then you see players kind of dropping here and there, back and forth. Uh, obviously, you know, uh, I, I feel like the, at that point, I feel like when Amra, I don't know if you saw the, the footage, but uh, the defensive player, like, put a knee into his chest and, like, lifted himself up off of Amra's chest. Um, and then Khalif Raymond obviously twisted up his ankle pretty good. Um Obviously, uh, Jameson Williams stayed out from the previous when a previous uh, week he didn't play because of his angle ankle injury. Uh, was there a point in the game when, that you were like kind of watching that you're like, okay, uh, if people keep getting dinged here and there, whether they're going back and forth, you just wanted to see kind of like the second stringers go in there because really, what were we playing for? Yeah, it's you know you get to this point and and when those things, especially when those things happen, those these these questions always come out. You know, it's like you know, should we have played them? And I don't know, and it, it it's also like this is the extra game, right? So, I, and I, that doesn't that doesn't so much concern for the the younger guys because they're not they weren't used to the old seasons, but but this is that is that extra game to the season that that some of the veterans weren't used to. Um, so I don't know. I I'm kind of on the side of like just stick to whatever you're gonna do. Like if if MCDC's plan was to play the, to to play the starters, just play the starters. Let them play. If they, if they get hurt, you you've gotta you've got to own the next man up mentality. That's obviously what you went into the game with because you knew you were running this risk. Somebody could get hurt. One of your starters could get hurt. And I think that just shows the faith he's got in his roster from guy number one to guy number 50, whatever it is that's on, that's on your team. So, um, which speaking of roster spots, I don't even know why we waste one on a kicker, but we, we, we can, we can get to that. But, uh, uh, yeah, it's I don't know where 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 do you lie on this? I don't know if you expected like the, the starters to just play a quarter or whatever, but No, I, I felt like I mean exactly like that. Campbell's one of those guys he's gonna tell you how it is and that's what he's gonna do. He's not gonna stray away from it. But I feel like the last game of the season there was a little pucker in me that I was like, Okay, I'm seeing this guy go down and Amra's getting banged up. At that point, I, I know Campbell is one of those guys that dude stick to his guns. And I don't, and I don't even think it would have been about whether he was getting questioned or not. But I think if I was in that situation, which no harm, no foul at this point, obviously everyone's healthy outside of uh, Laporta, you know, um, so so okay, you know. But I think at that point I would have just been like, screw it, let's pull everyone off. But on the flip side, there was a lot of players playing for uh, incentives, uh, money. Uh, Josh Reynolds in a classy, classy move by them. I don't know if you realize towards the end of the game, they threw to him about three times in a row to get his incentive. Um, there's a few others. I know they really wanted to get Gibbs and Montgomery, both a thousand yards. Um, so that was a big thing. So I, I definitely understand there was a lot behind it. Um, you know, because I, I think that's the difference between this coaching regime, this, this, uh, this staff, as opposed to in previous where, I mean, you can talk about Patricia all you want. You know, nobody connected with him. The guy said he was a dick. Now you got a coach that's, hey, he he's expecting everything out of these guys, the grit. But at the end of the at the end of the season, when 
you know, we've got it wrapped up. He, he's doing everything in his power to get them paid, get them their incentives, get them their, their touches and things like that. So I can amend that or commend yeah. that, you know, but, uh, but overall, yeah, that's kind of what I expected. I'm glad outside of, again, Laporta uh, moving forward, we're, we're looking all right. Again, we're getting healthy. Gardner Johnson's in there. It'll, it'll, you know, McNeil was back, you know, we're, we're getting a lot of bodies and I, and that was a, like we said, they needed to get in game shape, situational stuff. Um, but I know CJ Gardner Johnson, I, 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 I prefaced an article. I didn't read the whole thing uh, about, I, I'm sure he made a speech to the locker room, but it sounds like he's, he's really rallying the guys to, to go on a run in, in the playoffs here. Um, but obviously Minnesota game behind us looking forward. We talked about the parody in the NFL. We talked about everything. We mentioned, Hey, there's an opportunity to play obviously the Rams. And then there's an opportunity obviously to run into the, to the Cowboys, we've got Stafford coming home. We've got Tyreek Hill going to Kansas City. We've got McCarthy going to Green Bay. We've got all these things in the NFL. And the one thing that I am the most unsettled about is Matthew Stafford coming to Ford Field to play us in the playoffs. Uh, we'll get right to it, Zach. I I'm not going to ask for your prediction yet, but is there a concern or is this – do, I mean, Detroit's the favorite. Uh, I think I think last I looked, they were like a 53% favorite. Uh, not a lot, but is there is there concern because of this? Is it a game? Uh, you know, they're they're pumping Stafford. They're talking to Stafford. Everyone's and, and he's saying, you know, what what a classy guy. You know, he's saying this is another game. You know, this is what I'm looking at. Obviously, he's not going to say, you know, but his wife is very outspoken. I don't know if you know of her, but talking about this is where it all began, blah, 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 this and this. For some reason, I, so let me say this. I, I'm in a I'm in a, a pick'em league or a three-strike league. I'm one of five people left. There's a, a couple thousand dollars on the line, you know, and I so badly want to take the Lions uh, because your pick's all reset in the playoffs. And I'm like, I want to get that pick out of the way. I feel like we should, but this game is just, this is why we're the realists. This game is scaring the shit out of me. Yeah, I... <laughs> I think here's what gives me hope. I because I thought I thought as we as we approached these last two weeks that I was getting nervous about this Rams matchup. But now the more that like now that it's set in stone and the more I think about it, I I don't get nervous because it's because all of that to me is media driven and yeah. I, I feel like not enough people talk about Jared Goff also playing against his ex team and even more so for Jared Goff, he is playing against his ex-coach. That is not the case for Stafford. As a matter of fact, I don't think anybody on the Lions staff gives, you know, a rat's vajayjay about Matt Stafford, to be honest. Like, I, I don't, I mean, obviously he's an outstanding quarterback that you got to prepare for, but the I, I, I don't think that there's that. Our coaching staff is going to be very focused on winning this game, regardless if Matt Stafford is a quarterback or not, you know, and that's what I believe. And that's what, that's what gives me hope for all of the drama and emotion being stripped away from this matchup. And that's a great point because I think of that too, because I was thinking like, okay, Stafford's going to come in. He's going to see all the way, all the way down to the parking lot attendant to the security guards that are going to know him. But yeah. then I look at our roster and our coaching staff and outside of some offensive linemen, Really, nobody played with Stafford on this team anymore. This team right. is one of the youngest teams. Obviously, Dan Campbell, he knows, obviously, behind you know what's going on. But I love the golf point because I feel like 
even when we when we got him, we didn't know it was hard to to part with Stafford. We got a King's Ransom, but we were also taking on this golf contract, and we thought maybe he'd be a one-year bridge gap. Now we're talking about resigning him to some decent money, um, you know, but that's a great point because I feel like not even because he's a lion. The dude has won. He didn't win a Super Bowl, but he kind of got ran out of, you know, the Rams yeah. organization. He's come here, and he's done nothing but right. Yeah, that, and that's what – like, to me, that's what's more interesting. Everyone's focused on Stafford coming back to Ford Field and, and playing a playoff game in Ford Field, and that's great. Like, obviously, that's that's the bait out there. But I'm interested to see the, the pregame, if there's a handshake, if there's a conversation or anything at midfield or whatever between Goff and McVay because Goff played under McVay, and if we remember the way that Goff went out – kind of dirty, kind of dirty. Yeah, McVay kind of, like – lost him and didn't have trust in him anymore. And that's ultimately why they decided to move on. And so you would think them being professionals, right? McVay is going to be approaching off with like, Hey, you know, glad to see that you found success and glad to see you're doing well, you know, good luck today, bud, whatever. But is that, is that how golf's going to feel towards McVay? I feel like that's where the story is. Not so much. I mean, obviously good, good stuff staff for being here and he loves Detroit. Detroit loves him. Everybody respects him. And, and, to go off on another tangent about Stafford, and this is one thing that I I appreciate uh, about Detroit fans. This is what makes me proud to be a Detroit fan, is that you know Stafford was a polarizing figure at times as well, right? Some people wanted to move on from Stafford before we did, and and uh, and now to where we stand, and golf through for what twenty five plus touchdowns in back to back seasons, and that's something Stafford never did. But nobody here is. No Detroit Lion fan that I have ever heard says, look, I told you so. We moved on from Stafford, and we're good now, right? Because they easily could say that. That's what they preach forever. We got to move on from Stafford. We got to move on from Stafford. And then we move on from Stafford, and we're good, right? But everybody, it's almost it's almost unanimously known that Stafford was not the problem. And I, I think Detroit gives him so much respect because they, they could easily be like, look, we shooed you out of here, and now we're good. See, it was your fault. But nobody does that. And that I think is what makes us proud to be in the Detroit fan base. So, but, but yeah, um, to get back on this, like just this whole, I think it's, I think it's media driven. I don't think the teams are paying attention to it all that much. Uh, and, and not and, as much and, as like, like you brought up the Tyreek Hill. I think teams might be more, might be more focused on that dynamic. Uh, the, those, the teams involved in that Miami and, and Kansas city, but I don't think LA and Detroit are going to be on that, that page. And I don't know if you if you really looked at the the matchups and stuff like that. And really, this is probably the best first week of the playoffs that I've ever seen a matchup outside of Buffalo. I think Buffalo is hitting stride against uh, the Steelers, you know. But I mean, these matchups are. I mean, these are. I mean, you're talking about Kansas City, Miami, and Kansas City is now the favorite. You know, we were talking early in the season, Kansas City. Or, I mean, I'm sorry, when Miami was hanging about 70 points, that they were going to run through this thing. And we we talked about how we'd match up with Miami and stuff like that, and and here we are, you know, they're saying Kansas City's the favorite, and I feel like early on after we beat Kansas City in the first few games, we even said, hey, Kansas City's still going to be around, but they're not the same team anymore. Yeah. So yeah, that's... I, I don't know. I, I I'm with you. Uh, maybe uh, the 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 pep talk that you're giving me here gives me a little more faith. Um, I'm still definitely nervous. Uh, and, and, and what's better? You, I didn't even really question what time this game was going to be played. There was no way that I was even like worried about what time I knew it was going to be 
the, the prime <laughs> game. I knew it was going to be. Yeah, I had I mean, look, this this worked out perfectly for me. You get three, you get three primetime games Saturday night, Sunday night, Monday night, and for me, it's the Florida teams on Saturday and Monday, and then I get Detroit yeah. on, on Sunday. So, um, yeah, it, it, it's and, but like like you said, like even the first game, which you would be like, if I told you at the beginning of the season, or or let's let's go back a little further, last year, right? That that you're gonna get your opening playoff game is gonna be the Browns versus the Texans. You're like. Yeah, all right. I'm just preparing food, right? I'm. I don't. Maybe. Maybe it's yeah, a little different cares? in Ohio. But yeah. I, but but yeah. But but you look at this matchup. I mean, you got Joe Flacco who resurrected Cleveland. You got C.J. Stroud going off in Houston. That's going to be an exciting game. The NFL writers are, this year were just unbelievable. Like <laughs> the way they script. But I mean, no, I mean, it's yeah. exactly what I'm saying. There's. You would not last season. You would have been like scoffed at it. Like, are you kidding me? No way. A right. rookie coach. A rookie. Rookie. Uh, quarterback um is going to take a team uh, maybe maybe a uh, a healthy browns team but you're talking no number one running back no no number one uh quarterback joe flacco out of retirement he was sitting on his couch i think i referenced this i don't know if i told you this i think i did maybe on an episode but he said that his biggest regret this year was that uh he bought a uh, uh youtube tv for the nfl game day because he actually paid for it for a full season <laughs> he thought he was going to be out of the league the entire year so he said that's his, been his biggest regret this year so far. Man, that's that, I mean, if that's your biggest regret, I mean, you, life's going good. But obviously, is that like, kind of like a flex? That's got to be like yeah, a flex. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, but I mean, think about it. one of those teams is going to be in the second round of the playoffs. You're either going to see the Browns or the Texans in the second round of the playoffs. I mean, that's just crazy. I think the only the only game here that I think that you're like maybe mm, I'm not so interested in is Bills Steelers. Yeah, that's why I said you know, in. And and, and 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 while we're talking about other games, you know, like you said, you got another big one there. You got Tampa Bay, the Eagles. The Eagles are just shit in the yeah. bed. And and I don't know what your weather's looking like, but they're predicting that it's supposed to rain that game. So, and that bodes well, obviously for for Tampa. But uh, Jalen Hurts' stats have been pretty good as far as rushing the ball in the rain. But I and I don't know. I haven't heard a whole lot about his finger and different things. But Baker Mayfield. Here we are. We're talking about the Browns. The Browns outcasted him. He took them to the playoffs, and he goes to Tampa. And I mean, well, I mean, just I just I don't know if I've ever seen a season end up like this. And again, I know we talk about parity. I I continue to say that, but it's just I mean, how can this this year? Uh, I mean, uh, well, I mean, you can go do the same thing. Tom Brady rides off in the sunset. Who knows what's going to happen with Tampa Bay? And here we are talking about there's a good chance they could potentially be take on the one of the Super Bowl, yeah. you know, yeah. previous. You know, I mean, just that's a good point. That's because Tom Brady. You're right. Tom Brady left, and it was almost like up oh, rebuild mode. But here they are in the playoffs, and they're playing one of the teams that is taking a nosedive towards the end of the season, and they have a real shot to move on. It's it's. I, I'm telling you, what, I, I keep my eyes on the, the ticket prices. They're still a little a little cheap, uh, a little steep for 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 what what i would pay but if they, if those go down like it does rain because we are like you said we're supposed to have a warm front come in this weekend and it's going to rain all weekend and if that stretches into monday maybe those prices go down and i'll find myself there but yeah it's like what a game to, to end the weekend on and and yeah man it's i mean okay before before we get into this this uh some predictions with with our game and, and some of the nuances that we're going to look for uh are, are we obviously we get no niners and ravens this weekend because they're on a buy. Um, do you think? Do you think things get a little more? Uh, I don't know if I want to use the word lopsided, but 
more less amb- amb- ambiguity when when those teams enter some matchups in the second round. I, I do feel like because they were just such powerhouses during the season that yeah that uh, even if you win to go on the next round, you know whoever lines up with them is definitely uh, you know not the favorite by any means. So I do feel like that turns into a, a Buffalo Steelers situation where those two games probably not the highest rated or not the highest looked at. So maybe that's why you know the stage is set the way it is right now. Yeah, which obviously has nothing to do with that. It's just the way it boiled down. But, but yeah, I think it kind of takes a little bit out of that. But then you're talking, you know, after the second round, which obviously we're getting into the heavy, you know, like, okay, now we're really splitting hairs because you got to, again, we go back to, you know, how far are the Texans, how far are the Browns going to be? Because one of those teams are going to be in that second round, like you said. Same thing with the Buccaneers-Eagles. The Eagles, maybe they put it together and they they start getting hot or the Buccaneers go in there and, and there's going to be so much, you know, or what does it look like if, if, if the lions, you know, beat the Rams, you know, who do they pair up with and, and what's that look like? Because I feel like um, outside of the Rams, they, I think they finished the season seven and one, which is, you know, one of the strongest teams rolling. I don't think there's a lot of teams and obviously, you know, being a lions, but I don't think there's a lot of teams that if the lions win the first round that anybody really wants to play the lions the second round, because, they're pretty much saying, I feel like we've already overachieved. We wanted to get the playoffs, but the way the record rolled out, we continue to talk about the way we broke down the, the records early in the season. But the way we played, the way we continue to do things, if we get this first round, uh, you know, if we get this first round win, I think, man, there's some real, I'm not saying there's not excitement, but I mean, there's some real, uh, you know, there's some real push behind this run to get deep in the playoffs and into the Super Bowl. I don't want to say Super Bowl, but... I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but uh, I mean, there's a lot of things that can really, really happen. Yeah, I think I think what bodes well for like as far as looking at a potential Super Bowl run is being in the NFC versus being in the AFC. Uh, I, you know, I'd much rather be on the Niners side of things than the Ravens Let side the of AFC things. Beat each other up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and with especially with the Eagles with the way they're playing right now, and and we've already seen what we can do against the Cowboys. So I really like where we're at if we can get through this LA game. Um, I think, yeah, like you said, it just builds up. You get that momentum, that that optimism, your adrenaline's going, and and you know, let's just take this the whole way. So, but first things first, we got to play the Rams. What are you? Uh, I mean, God, this is it, we we it, man, it's I'm getting goosebumps right now. Like we haven't been in a situation where it's just this game. This this is it, man. What are we looking for in this game? Because it's we do or die. We keep our season alive. What are you looking for Detroit to accomplish? I don't honestly coming into this. I was thinking about that. I was like, I don't even know, like where I'm at I'm I'm on the fence and 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 I I can't just say oh I'm not gonna make a pick obviously like I I just feel like I just love the golf comment and the golf and I hadn't been thinking of it like that and I feel like just as much skin as Stafford has coming back you know golf is being not talked about and there's a lot that he there's a lot that's playing you know in his favor you think he thrives there though you think it drives that, under the radar? It's, it's funny because I feel like I was going to ask you before we got into our picks, like, what kind of game do you think golf has? Is this like a, is this like an immaculate game where he just, he does his thing, he he doesn't turn over the ball and we win, or is it just like one of those games where we get too far in and he's rattled and we still, I I, I don't know. I was gonna, I mean, there's, I I don't know. I I don't know. This is what's scary, and I, and I feel like. For for sake of the pick, like they talk about um, 
you know, they're the two the two uh, obviously uh, wide receivers. They're shifty in the slot. That's where uh, they make their money. They they make their money. Uh, Puka obviously is over the top threat. So basically, if anybody watched any of our film the past like, uh, few games, they're going to send Puka north. They're going to send him on, you know, and then they're going to Cooper underneath. So they're going to have options. That's what I'm concerned about because Cam Sutton, as much as I gave him love all season, he looks like he's got concrete attached to his, his feet at most games. Um, so can we stop that? Am I worried about the run game? No, not really. But I'm really, really excited to see Aaron Donald. Sewell, that that matchup, our line against uh, Aaron Donald. You know, don't get me wrong. I mean, he's he's Hall of Famer. You know, so there's a lot to be said. But if I have to put my pick, I I feel like this being a home game, so much behind it. This is by far going to be the loudest stadium the first round. There's nobody there. I mean, this is going to re- revitalize the city just for at least a week, anyways. Um, I, I'll say, you talk about kicker. I'll say 24-21 Lions. That's where I'm leaning. Mm. Even though coming into this, I think I was more on the fence that that Stafford would take this. Uh, but again, am I being influenced by the media, all that stuff behind it, and then your your talk on golf, man? This is this is you talk about having goosebumps. My nipples are hard. <laughs> yeah, man. It's oh God. This is it's so nice to be in this situation, but like. The way I see this game playing out is you're right about the receivers. I think we have every we have every right to be worried about what the receiving core for LA can do to our defense. And I think it'd be silly to think that we can hold LA to like two scores or less. I, I don't think that happens. So our offense kind of has to show out. Um, and you mentioned Aaron Donald. So the pass rush is going to be there. It's going to be a game where Goff is probably going to have a lot of quick passes. I think that, that that's probably how Ben Johnson's going to write it up. So he has to be on the same page as his wide receivers. If he throws interceptions, it's because it's going to be because a wide receiver took an in route and he was supposed to do a button hook or something like that. It's just going to be a miscommunication because he's going to be getting the ball out so quick. I think if they want to win, or they're going to be spreading it out with the running backs. You know, and we know Stafford will take some sacks. He he's. Yeah, been known to take he's going to throw the ball deep on our there's defense. Nothing, I don't think he's going to yeah, be afraid to do that. There's nothing sexy about that line, but yeah, the, on the flip side, he's going to take some sacks, but he's also has no problem just unloading one. Yeah, so I, I like where you're at. I think I I was also going to give the Rams 21 points. I think that they get three scores. They might even squeak in a field goal. So let's go with uh, I'm going to go Lions win 30 to to 24. Um, I just think that to, for us to win, we have to score a lot of points and, and I hope that it's uh, I hope we get the ball first, honestly, is what I'm, I'm kind of hoping. I, I know that everyone likes to take the, likes to defer, but we just, this year we've not done so well when the other team wants the ball. So, so we, we've talked about this on the show. Are you, if, if the coin toss goes our way, we get the ball. Is this the drive we've talked about all year? We, we, I think we've had them here and there. We thought it was going to happen. Some we've hit the bed. Some we were like, oh, he's just going to be like, is this the drive where, speaking of golf, if we get the ball, he drives down the field and it's almost like a immaculate drive? Yes. I, I think that, I mean, if you start that way, oh, yeah. fans are going to be lit. And, and I mean, let's be honest. A lot of these fans are are coming off celebrating a national championship with Michigan. So, yeah. right? so these these fans are also already on cloud nine. They've been passed out for a week, so they're just waking up. Yeah. So you're right. This place is going to be raucous. 
You know what? You know, I get this vibe. You brought this up, I think, on the very first episode we did this season. And you were talking about uh, training camp when you saw um, a play that they did in practice where they sent uh, they sent Gibbs on a streak and and he just toasted. I, I oh, would yeah. not be surprised. Yeah, I would not be surprised if they whipped that play out because I don't think we've seen it this season. And I think that could be a, a shocker because – because here's another thing, right? They're gonna be if if JMO's back, you're gonna be they're gonna be focused on him going down the field. And if Sam Laporta, he didn't practice today, but but they're like hinting that maybe he could be ready to go. So so maybe he's like doesn't play a lot of snaps, but he's in and out, in and out, in and out. And I when feel he goes like, in. Yeah, I, I almost feel like okay, if we need a first down, he'll be yeah. one of those guys. If or at least need, a distraction. Or within the red zone, we put him in. But yeah, I don't necessarily see him running like we do so that's that's a great point but do you have a i I talked about sewell donald do you have a player maybe flying because i because i've got a player that may be flying under the radar that i think could impact this game is there anybody in it 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 could still be a big name obviously is there a a guy on either side that maybe you think stands out and maybe it's it could be like i said it could be a guy that that has carried us all season do you think there's, there's somebody that has a big game I think my boy Gibbs. I know you're talking about Gibbs. I was to say. Yeah, I think he's gonna like he's he's got this right. He's got this champion mentality. Also, we got Brian Branch on the defense, which I think I pick Brian Branch way too often on the show. Whenever you ask me for a key player, I and I, I like, yeah, he like, but he 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 always gets his big games when I don't pick him. So I'm gonna stay away from Branch. Right? Let's go. Let's go with Gibbs. I think he gets the end zone a couple times. He's gonna bring that that playoff energy, and uh. I think that I think he has the chance to be a game breaker in this, and and especially when we're focused so much on Stafford and Golf. Like, let's let's let our running game just like seep through and dominate this game. I would love it. I'm I'm looking at Gibbs. Who who are you looking at? As far as I know, you mentioned Sewell, but but is there someone else that you're? Well, I, I do. There, there's somebody, especially if Raymond's not playing. I think I'm not saying he's going to have a huge game, but I think there's going to be an impact impact play where Donovan Peoples-Jones is going to – there's something that's going to happen with Donovan Peoples-Jones. I feel like that trade, you know, no big deal. We didn't give up a whole lot. He He's played here and there. He's got some catches. I mean, he even had a catch last game that I think extended the chains and stuff like that. But I feel like there's something about him this week that is kind of luring. But on the flip side, I, I do feel like I'm with you. The, the running backs, you know, I love Gibbs, man. I But I feel like as much as I wanted Gibbs to succeed this year – and had him on my fantasy team. I feel like David Montgomery is going to propel this team this week. I feel like he's just—he's like running mad this year. He's—I don't know. I, I don't know if this is like the best situation. I haven't heard a lot from him this year, saying you know if he loves being here. Which look at that, look at that. There we go. So Rebecca's on it. We need to get her raised. I, I, I dig it, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking. But but I mean, what what's I mean, we've talked about this this two headed monster in this backfield. So, so what's better to to I shouldn't say end this season, but to carry us over to the next to the yeah. next round? We've got our picks in. We're gonna and you said you know obviously we're gonna have to take some shots, but is this where we really we run right at Donald Aaron Donald and just say hey, it's kind of like they've done with Micah Parsons. They you run right at him because then he overruns you stuff like that. Yep. Those situations just tire him out. Like, you just gotta, you just gotta pound those guys, and, and I like yeah. the gives, and I do like the kind of getting sneaky out of maybe a wheel route, something like that, lining up Gibbs outside and and pairing them up on a defense, or I mean a, a linebacker. But I like that. So both of us right here, we're on, we're on running backs. 
Let's go. Yeah, it, I mean, it would be so on brand. Like like you said, these these running backs <clears throat> carried us through a lot of this season. And I know, we, you know, Sam Laporta gets a lot of a lot of praise, and and Amon Ross St. Brown does his does does what he does. But for all intents and purposes, these running backs, you know, they 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 open up our passing game. So it would only be right to ride their backs into into the next round. So yeah, I think it'd be huge if if we look for that. Um, do we want to make do we want to make picks on all the first round games? Just we don't need yeah, scores. We got, we got some time, really. I don't. Yeah, let's do it. I mean, maybe we can talk about the Red Wings a little later, but not a lot. I mean, I know they won out on the the West Coast, but there we go. Back up to the back. That's Nate Win. He's a he's a. Uh, so a, a Giants fan right there. So those of you guys that are tuning in, uh, uh listening to the podcast that we're all yeah, hop on the bandwagon for the postseason. So so there we go. But um, but yeah, I'm good. Let, let, let's get them up here, Zach. Let, let's throw them. All right, who, who you got? Let's who you got? Go. Who you got? Browns. Browns. Texans. First first game. I, I I like. I feel like I should root for the Browns, but I I just like watching the Texans. They're they're exciting. Um, but for hometown sake, I. I think the Browns. Uh, I, I don't know, man. Is this like a like At, Flacco? I just feel like, yeah, man. This is why it's going to be a good game, right? Because you don't yeah. know. Like, so I'm I'm gonna lean towards the Browns. I and you okay. know I think that uh, I, I'll take the Browns. I'm not gonna throw a score up there, but I was just pick. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm I'm going Texans. Uh, I I think uh, same with you, man. Like I don't know. Like Joe Flacco could just go out and just go nuts, right, and win the game and. But I'm I'm going with C.J. Stroud in this situation. I just think, yeah, I, th- I think the Texans are exciting. I think they have a chance to be an electric team. So that, that's what, that's who I'm going with. I like it. Um, next, we got after that one, we've got the night game is Dolphins Chiefs. I, 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 this is what surprises me outside of the weather situation. You know, like how how is all of a sudden the Dolphins being slept on? Like Kansas City has squeaked by games. They haven't looked great. Travis Kelsey hasn't had a hundred yard game. I don't know how long. The Taylor Swift curse is is in full fledge here. Uh, I I gotta go with the Dolphins. Yeah, man. I uh... whoops, I put the wrong one up there. Texas Browns. Uh, yep, we got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was this was you know Dolphins finished against the Bills uh, to to or to end the season, and that that felt like NFL script writers all over for me, right? Because yeah. Bills win that game so that the Dolphins could play the 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 Chiefs and have this whole Tyreek Hill situation. Um, I'm also going with the Dolphins. Uh, I think I just don't think that the Chiefs have it to to make a run. I don't this think they have the firepower. Yeah, and and they're running into such a dangerous team in the first round that I just think it just doesn't bode well. Ever since uh, ever since week one, you know when we when we when we t- showed them what they really were, they've struggled. Yeah, so. who would have thought what they were? <laughs> uh going into sunday first game one o'clock game is the 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 one that we are uh not so so much worried about but bill Steelers. um look tomlin yeah. you can never count bills, tomlin out yeah. but bills i don't uh, think there's much to say about it i mean yeah i mean maybe the story goes down and and the steelers for tomlin but i yeah i don't think it's happening i think yeah. they've more so uh, uh overachieved than the browns yeah, and it, two two cities, two cities, two cold cold weather cities. So you're not going to fool each other with the yeah, cold weather. Matter, yeah. yeah, Bills win. Um, and we got the whole Mike McCarthy playing the Packers, Cowboys, Packers in Dallas. What are your thoughts on this one? Uh, Green Bay's in their stride late, but there's too much too much going on with Dallas. So I think Dallas is definitely going to be that that team. Um, 
again, firepower kind of that, that would be a good good matchup with uh, the Dolphins. Uh, but I feel like Dallas for sure. Yeah. Whoa. Upset of the week for me. I'm going Packers hey, in this yo. game. Uh, look, Cowboys 12 and five for the third straight season. Hats off to him. CeeDee Lamb, insane season. Uh, but give me Jordan Love. He found some new confidence in the second half of the season. Mike McCarthy is going to be too wrapped up in the emotions of this game playing playing Green Bay. Um, let's get Green Bay inside on this uh, in Dallas. They don't have to worry about the cold weather. Yep. And, and give me Jordan Love. He's going to clutch up this game. I think Green Bay moves on to the second round. And, and, and I promise you, this is the most excited I've ever been about Green Bay in my life. But I was just going to say, and before we move on, we do have a lot of uh, Aaron Rodgers hate, and, and I don't know if you've been following Aaron Rodgers in the past week or two, and he's pretty much proven to be what we always say. Pat McAfee came out today and pretty much said, hey, Pat, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers is a Hall of Famer, blah, 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 but I'm glad he's no longer on our show on Wednesday because of shit he says. But um, <laughs> Jordan Love, man, did you expect this from Jordan Love? No, I didn't. Well, I, okay, well, honestly, this season I didn't. Um, I, when he when he broke into or when he was getting drafted, I was super high on this guy. Uh, yeah, I, I had, was too. And it was like yeah. same situation with Rodgers. He was gonna take a bit. Yeah, yeah. I always thought he had this potential, but just to see him grow in the confidence, I think it's it's. I know he's a, he's older than CJ Stroud, but it's almost I, I see him in the same light. Like you're young guys, and you're you're taking control. You have this like this is a confidence that I I don't think like Justin Fields has even gotten to yet. Like Justin Fields yeah. has become a better player than he was at when he was drafted, but but I don't think he has that confidence to lead a team to victory. Like like and, and it's just crazy to see like the the progression of Jordan Love over the season. Absolutely, good point there. Uh, the night game we already talked about. That's our boys. We're going. We're both going with the Lions. Let's go Lions. That one's easy. Um, and then Monday night. Well, we only got one game on Monday. Uh, Eagles coming down to Tampa. Who are you picking in that one? And, and I revert back to my pick em league that I'm in right now. And, and I felt like even with the Eagles ending the season the way they did, Tampa Bay making it, I feel like I don't know why, like outside of the Buffalo, like I don't want to take Buffalo because I want to take Buffalo the next round, you know, it's basically, yeah, yeah. yeah I see what you mean. You know? Yeah. So, so I feel pick like I can. want to pick the Eagles because I feel like this should be the game they win, but it scares me, but I am on the Eagles, but I'm, I'm hesitant. I mean, I'm on the Eagles, but I'm hesitant. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to lean Eagles here as well. Um, I think, I, I think this game really depends on how Tampa plays. Uh, they have like, they they can they they've won a couple games because their division was so bad this year, like where they didn't score very much. But you like like you said, you've also got the Eagles who are not going in the right direction. So um, I I think if the Bucks put up like twenty one to twenty four points, they could win this game. But if they're if they're only putting up the nine or twelve or fifteen or whatever it is that they they've been doing, I I think the Eagles could even play a bad game and still sneak away with a W in this one. Bigger picture, if the Eagles lose and end up. Going in the playoffs, losing what is it four in a row or something like that? Do you think there's some shakeup in the Eagles organization over the offseason? Look, Philly's tough season, tough or a tough uh, city to play in, and so you're gonna hear it if 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 they lose in Tampa. I mean, you are gonna hear it because the only reason they're playing there is is because the Cowboys overtook them in the division, and <laughs> I don't think there's gonna be uncertainty surrounding Jalen Hurts, but. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how the, the franchise reacts if that happens. And um, right here, I think we're both kind of – uh, Vince here with the Sports Stove he, Podcast. 
this is kind of how it is. I, I, I yeah, don't know why. I would I would agree with this. I feel like there's a resurgence behind Baker. He's one of those guys that, I mean, you either hate him or you love him. But I, I but I like watching him. But I just feel like even with the Eagles' struggles, I, I I just feel like I have to pick pick the Eagles. But it hurts me to pick against Baker. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that yeah, you're right. That part that part sucks, but. Yeah, who knows? Maybe he could. He, you never know, man. He could throw like three to three to Mike Evans, and all like Bucks are up like twenty-one to ten at halftime or something. Like it's I, that game to me is like who knows how that game goes. Mike Evans I, I don't is going to have a stat line of three receptions, three touchdowns for four yards. Something stupid <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, all right, so that that uh, unless you got anything more to say about the the old National Football League, no, uh-huh. uh, I'm good there. Um, I don't, man, I'm getting here. Um, I don't know if you have any Red Wings update. I just want to give, yeah, I just want to give it. Yeah. Just the people a quick update. Cause we did, we were watching that West coast. We swept the West coast. Um, I think it's only like the the third or fourth time we've done that in like 30 or 40 years. So, uh, that was huge. Going to get back on track, uh, another game tomorrow. So we'll see how they do next week, but yeah, that was huge. Needed that, needed that to build momentum going, going into the rest of the year. And uh, Pistons update, we go, we should have the drop. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> One of those. Nothing to talk about, although I do see them in a lot of trade trade conversation. I think at this point, they got to do something. They got to they gotta mix it up. So they're going to make some kind of trade, but who knows. But uh, Yeah, they'll be uh, yeah. 20, 2024 uh, in-season tournament champs. That's what we're looking forward to for the Pistons next season. Yeah. Well, Beginning yeah, of next and, season. And, and, and it's funny you said that because – I think we talked about with the the Lakers and, and stuff like that. I looked at it and I was like, what is this? Like I looked at like the standings, the schedule, and it said in and I didn't had never even heard of anything like this. So I don't even know. And, and maybe it just shows I'm not the biggest basketball fan in the world. So uh, I mean I guess whatever. So Yeah. Well, that's about it. I mean, we had a we did have a national championship. I don't know if you watched it. To me, it looked like Michigan yeah. was in control the whole time. It looked like, to Matt, as a matter of fact, it looked like they took their foot off the gas in the middle of the game just so that the people wouldn't turn the TV off. I think like, they phoned down here. We're like, here's what I'll say about the game: is obviously being a Big Ten guy, Ohio State guy, dude. I there's a lot of those real deep Ohio State slappies. They're like, oh, you'll never root for Michigan. You'll lose so much respect. You know, Maurice Clorat came out and said he was rooting for uh, Michigan and Ohio State just jumped all over. I'm like, come on, pump the brakes. But he made a good uh, a good point. This is this is how us Ohio State fans, and yes, I, this is, again, for those of you just tuning in, obviously Detroit through and through from a professional standpoint, but uh, college, I've always been an Ohio State fan. He made a good point. So basically, Ryan Day's on a chopping block this year. Really, the only, day, only way Ryan Day can revitalize his career is is you've got Michigan coming off a national championship. You're going to play Michigan again. There's a, there's a chance you could play them two or three times. You know, the whole the way things are going to shake up this, yeah. this new year, you got to beat them coming off a national championship. But Michigan's got an extremely, extremely tough schedule next year, or I, said, I should say this year. Uh, in 2024, I think they got USC, a couple other teams early on, so – so either way, this is the best outlook, I guess. You want you want Michigan to win at Big Ten, get the national championship. Uh, then when Ohio State finally has that opportunity to play, say, oh, we knocked out the national champion. I don't know. But um, I guess that, that's how I'm looking at it. But, no, overall great game by Michigan. Um, you know, they, you know, say what you want. 
you know, they, whether they uh, did things you didn't like, whether, you know, you wanted to make fun of them, hey, they still won. But uh, it'll be interesting because uh, I think Harbaugh's on his jet right now. He's out of town, so. Yeah, gone. yeah. Yeah, I don't think he wants to mess anymore with that, those college, uh, those rules and all that. But uh, I, I saw they, they asked Tom Izzo if he was going to root for Michigan, and he said, uh, <laughs> he's like, I'm just glad a Big Ten team is going to win it because <laughs> because Washington's joining the Big Ten next year. Yeah, so either way. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, so he didn't really say he was rooting for Michigan, but I don't think he was rooting for Michigan. But but anyways, I, I thought that was funny. And 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 I think Michigan and Washington, are, they play each other next year again, so that'll yeah. be interesting too. But uh, I think that's uh, – you got any roundtable that you want no, to talk I, about? Or? I, I feel like we covered it all. We were talking about the NFL. We, we, we strayed away, not solely, obviously, from uh, Detroit, but we, we covered a lot of little bit of tidbits here and there. So, so I'm happy with it. We're good. I don't have to roundtable anything. Awesome. Then let's uh, – let's, come on, guys. Let's just – everybody gear up. Let's get this W. If you're going to the game, if you're a realist and you're going to the game – Please join us on the next episode. Throw some comments in. Let us know what it was yeah. like. But we're going to be watching on TV. I can't wait. I had a dream that I uh, I cried on this episode, so I'm glad I didn't cry. So Nice, nice. Some dreams aren't meant to come true, right? Yeah, so, I mean, that, that's, that's where I feel. So, 24-21, Detroit, on to the second round. All right, so everybody that joined and commented on, on, on the, the live, I, we appreciate y'all. Um, Hope y'all will uh, will uh, stick around for the. Uh, hopefully, we have another episode. You know, we like these postseasons. This is our first postseason episode. We like these. Let's do another one. Let's get this W. Uh, and for everyone listening, but but we're gonna yeah. win. So <laughs> and for everyone tuning in on the podcast, of course, we appreciate y'all for giving us a download and a listen. Tell your friends uh, and become a realist today. It's it's free. We we don't ask for any monthly payments. So uh, it's it's really cool, guys. Yeah, so let's let's go, Lions. I God, I can't believe we're here. I've spent my whole life waiting for this. Let's take home this W. And uh, everybody, just enjoy your week. Have a safe week. And uh, and, and and again, manifest manifest a win, please. If if I if I if I can make anything clear, manifest a win. Prime time, baby. <laughs>